Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. All right, everyone. Thank you again for joining us here at iHeart2C podcast. Um, we are John and Hannah McGee, your your hosts for this awesome podcast. And we have another guest um, joining us today, um, all talking about the San Juan Iguna Basque Festival. We have Amaya, who is a committee member, and um, we are so excited to have her talk about the Basque Festival and kind of a little history about why this got started and um, highlighting the Basque community that we have in the Treasure Valley. So welcome, Amaya. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, Hannah. Thanks for having me. Yes. So uh, a little bit about a little bit of backstory. Uh, the Treasure Valley is home to a very thriving population of Basque Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, they made their way here in the Basque country, a lot of them in the early 1900s and settled in the Treasure Valley. And so there's, you'll see a lot of uh, Basque related restaurants and festivals and other community events in the Boise area. And then in Homedale the one we're going to talk about today. So the San Juan Aguna Festival is the it's centered around, it's a combination of the feast day of St. John the Baptist and the summer solstice. So the two of those, the the combination of uh, the history of the Basque when they were pagans and then when they were Christianized kind of came together Mm -hmm. uh, and formed this festival. And it takes place in the Basque country on the summer solstice, which is usually around, or I guess I should say um, St. John the Baptist's feast day, which is June 23rd, but mm-hmm. I mean, that can give or take fall on different days of the weekend. Sure. Uh, in the U.S., we like to do our celebrating on the weekend. So <laughs> uh, this festival will take place on Saturday, June 25th, and it is remembering that very traditional festival from the Basque country. So it will emulate something that you similar to what you would see with a little bit of spin on it from um, the Chocoona Basque organization that's in Homedale. So we will have uh, children and adults, Basque dancing groups performing. Cool. We will do some traditional uh, Basque games that, you know, either children or adults take place in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have live music by a local band that is not Basque, uh, Rochelle and the James Gang will yes. be playing there as well. But we'll also be mixing in some very traditional Basque music, uh, festival music that's encouraging for Basque, Basque at heart, uh, all ages and genders to join in. So that'll be great as well. And then, of course, Basque food and uh, beverage, because you can't have <laughs> a successful Basque festival without those things as yes. well. Yeah. So it will 
Sorry, go ahead. Did I interrupt you? Oh, this sounds like a lot of fun. Is this the first year that you've done this, Amaya? It is. So um, (laughs) it's in the, in the Basque country, it's very common. Every town kind of has their own festival and they generally are focused around a different seat, a different saints feast day. Um, And so in the United States, a lot of festivals are emulated in that same way. Boise has a festival that's uh, focused around St. Ignatius. And so as we were look when the organization Chocona was, you know, brainstorming, what are some things that we could do to, you know, bring in people from outside of the vast community and get them involved and, you know, have them experience this Basque festival and something for our membership as well. That's new and fun and fresh, you know, coming out of COVID and being on a two-year hiatus from having any public events. We really were getting the wheels turning on what's something that's going to be great for our membership and great for the community and a lot of fun. Uh, So this will be the first year that we're hosting this and we're hoping to host it for many more years to come. But yes, this will be the launching point. Yeah, that's exciting. So um, do do participants have to buy tickets or is it a free event? They do, yes. It's a free event. So no Great. tickets required. Um, you can come as you are to the gate. And uh, obviously there will be food and beverage, things like that, mm-hmm. that are available for purchase. But no, it's a family-friendly and free event. You, uh, As I mentioned, you do not have to be VASC to attend. Oh. We encourage all members of the community to come and watch the performers and, you know, jump into dances and learn. And Mm -hmm. it's a very uh, inclusive community and it's a community that really likes to share their heritage as well. So it's, it's a welcome to all. I was just, I was just looking at the agenda and it, you mentioned it is a family friendly event. Talk a little bit about how you've set that up. It looks like you, you could bring the kids and they'd have a great time. Yeah. You know, it's, Like I said, we're really trying to emulate the vast festivals that you would see in the vast country. And those are very family inclusive. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you'll see children dancing and playing on the street. You have, you know, everyone from your grandmother to your baby, to your aunt, all different age groups there. And so, I mean, it's, it's just an emulation of our community. We want to create events that are appropriate for adults just as much as they are children. So mm-hmm. by having, you know, the children's dance group, they're performing, being able to see them all the way up to semi-professional adults performing. And then the games as well are incorporating different components that, you know, weightlifting that's definitely more appropriate for adults or teens all the way down to tug of war and gunny sack races and some of the different games they'll be playing that are appropriate for small children. Mm-hmm. So, you know, creating that. And then, you know, also by being able to uh, bring in a younger demographic, you know, getting, learning about the event, learning about the community and, you know, they'll, they'll take that with them mm-hmm. as they, as they grow and have their own families and develop their own communities as well so that's great there has been um like you mentioned a couple other festivals that are that take place here in the treasure valley do you if you have attended do you see that there's a good variety of um people who are basque and then you know the rest of the community that join in or do you see mostly you know the basque families that show up uh it it really depends on the festival but i would say for an overwhelming majority it's 
you'll see a good blend. A great example locally is the San Ignacio Bass Festival that takes place in Boise at the end of July. Um, I mean, it takes place right in the heart of Mm -hmm. downtown because that's where the bass block is located. And you will see, I mean, you will definitely see it, our thriving Treasure Valley bass population, but you will see a lot of non-bass people as well. And people, you know, joining in, learning dances as they go and just, you know, enjoying themselves and taking part in in the community and the culture. Yeah. And it's, I've traveled to quite a few festivals outside of the Treasure Valley as well. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say that the same can be said there, you know, they've really created them. Yes, they're Basque festivals, but they are even more so community events. Mm-hmm. Amaya, what is it about the Basque community? Um, what What do you think it is that keeps them so close knit and does these sorts of events you look at other ethnicities and and you don't necessarily see that tightness and that closeness but yet i mean i've lived here all my life and i know lots of bass families especially from owyhee county Mm -hmm. um what is it about it that just brings those groups together um to do stuff like this how much time we have john (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, I don't want to get like too far into into history, but um, I mean, historically, the the bass have been through a lot of trial and tribulations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get into Basque Americans, you know, there's a whole immigration conversation and things like that. And how having to, uh, I think it is a couple things. It's a sense of pride, I would say, mm-hmm. um, a very strong sense of pride, and. just that a culture that is very rooted in community and tradition. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's been a lot of things throughout history that have really tried to disrupt and, and for lack of a better term, wipe out the Basque uh, culture. Mm -hmm. And so just having that, that built or bred into you, and then you bring it to the U S with you. And then you're basically having, you know, to try to cobble together a community and you just kind of, you just continue to, I think those people just continue to build that into their children and their children's children. Yes. And then you've created these very, these very strong communities and it's becoming even more important now than I think it was before, because, you know, it used to be, you knew, you know, a, f- a friend of mine's grandmother moved here from the vast country. Mm-hmm. That generation is, you know, unfortunately, uh, slowly dwindling. And so it's becoming even more and more important for those second, third, and fourth generation Basque Americans to really be rooted in their tradition and their community and build that within their Basque community and then also share it with non-Basque people as well. Yeah. And you also mentioned before we hopped on the podcast that, um, that the Treasure Valley has one of the largest Bass communities in the nation? That's correct. Uh, per capita, it is the largest, um, but for actual total population, it's the second. I believe California mm. is the first. So that was two of the <clears throat> two of the states that were heavily populated hmm. by the Bass community when they started emigrating here in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that has just 
begun to thrive. And I mean, you can really see it in Boise, especially since there are still physical establishments that were put into place when people started emigrating things like, you know, the the bath center, the the boarding house, things like that. Um, And then they kind of, you know, dispersed out into their more rural communities as they moved and went in other places in, in the area. And for anybody who's listening that maybe is new to Idaho or even just kind of the culture, um, can you tell us where the Basque community or where Basque come from um, outside of the United States? Yes. So the Basque country is located in southern France and northern Spain. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking on the map, it's right there on in the Gulf, and uh, they do not have their own country. Mm-hmm. So if you go to look for it on a map, you will not find it. Right. Um, it's made up of seven provinces. They have, though, uh, depending on if you're in Spain or France, those vast people speak Spanish or French, respectively. They have their own dialect. Right. Um, it is not related to French or Spanish. Um, it's its own tribal language. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the area in which they're from and the Basque people t- still reside. Mm-hmm. And it is, I mean, it's simply referred to as the Basque country. Yeah. yeah, it's fascinating. It's so cool. Awesome. Well, if anybody wants to get involved in this upcoming festival, I did see that there's opportunities for vendors, but um, they have that you have kind of some special requirements. Could you let us know if anybody's interested, kind of what you're looking for um, or any other support that you need for this uh, festival on the 25th of June? Yes, of course. Um, so it is open to vendors. Um, our preference is that you you do not have to be Bass, but if you are one of our local vendors that produces Bass-related items, you're also welcome to contact us. Um we, if you are wanting to volunteer, we also have lots of volunteer opportunities for the day of the event that we'd be happy to share information with you. But uh, I mean, for the most part, we would just invite people to come and enjoy the event and bring their friends and their family members and help make this a fun and successful event for this year and many years to come, hopefully. Awesome. Yeah, sounds like a great time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to see if we can bring our kiddos out. So, well, thank you for joining us, Amaya, and um, sharing with us this great event um, in Homedale, um, in the surrounding. It's it's right. If for those of you, Homedale is right outside of Caldwell a little bit, um, and we consider kind of the surrounding smaller towns outside of Canyon County part of Canyon County because it's our heart, and so we're so excited to um, let all of our listeners know about this event and that you guys can take part in it. And so thank you for sharing with us today about this wonderful event. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was great to talk to you guys. Yes, you too. Well, for all of you are listening, um, we will have all the links um, for you to, to put on your calendar and get involved um, and, and show up at the, um, the Basque festival coming up June 25th. Thanks so much, Amaya. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iHeart2C.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iHeart2C. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. 
Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.